Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. We have a very special dish of your bona fide favourite pop culture podcast because one, it's not a solo pod because I know you're sick of my goddamn solo pods. It's the complete opposite. Laura and I are in the same vicinity. We're in London. We're in London. Lucy we- arrived four hours ago. <laughs> And my friends, because I arrived, well, my friends, Liv, you all know Liv, and Tiana, who will listen to this podcast because she loves culture culture and she's so cute. They asked me what I was doing tonight, and I was like, you're going to laugh, but I'm going to record a podcast, (laughs) which is just so, so what we would do, right? It it is. It's on brand. Let's get the work done. I will say, we've had a lovely dinner. We've had a beautiful dinner. We, We have had, this is Laura's dream. We've had a catch-up off mic. Oh, I've waited for this. <laughs> so, honestly, first of all, I feel like I've waited for this for weeks because you keep doing solo pods. <laughs> which I, I still haven't brought myself to listen no, to and I don't think I can. You shouldn't. But secondly, every week we come on here and I'm never allowed to talk to Lucy not on the mic. But tonight we've had about two sweet hours. Yeah. And there's nothing left. No, there's <laughs> nothing left to give you. So you will hear, this is a very, very special edition because we have got a segment with... Laura's husband, Rupert, who we all know is Stanley Tucci Light, uh, who we have been wanting to come on and do Rose News since, <laughs> since the beginning. Since the beginning of time. And he did a segment with us this evening. And it's <laughs> like the most, like... <laughs> under duress, I would yes. say. He did it under duress. We were like, we were literally talking about hot F1 drivers and then we... No, we, and then Lucy <laughs> grabbed the microphone, literally grabbed the microphone and said, wait... <laughs> Let me ruin our evening real quick and let's make everything be on the mic. No, so you have that to look forward to. You really do. Um, you also have to look forward to Laura and I talking about some of the new things we've been doing. It feels like, I mean, we had to do a podcast because we're in the same country, oh. which just feels crazy. But equally, we don't really know what to talk about, but I feel like there's been a lot of change. Lucy's moved countries. Yeah. I started university again. At Oxford. At Oxford. At Oxford, which everyone. is crazy. And I think there's a lot of firsts going on. Yeah. There's but, a lot of firsts, and it feels right to talk about. There is a lot of firsts. And first of all, just to, just to make us the pop culture podcast that you love... Um, Taylor Swift and Beyonce got together oh, to watch man. her movie. Taylor. That photo. I know. It's incredible. It's like. It's iconic. What did I say on Twitter? This is my Treaty of Versailles. <laughs> like, this is my, like. This is my Roman Empire. For some reason, it feels really weird to see, like, it's No, I agree. They don't exist in the same world. I don't, I 100% agree. And do you know what it made me think of? And this is so random. Remember the song Telephone? <gasps> yes. Actually a bop. No, first of all, a bot. But second of all, I just remember being like, when would you see those three artists? Three? Two? Two. Two. Lady Gaga and... Who was the third? Lady Gaga, Beyonce. artist? And Timberland? No. (laughs) Who was that for me? But I just feel like that was such a meeting of worlds. (laughs) And 
This is my telephone. <laughs> my Trini Versailles and Laura's telephone. Yeah. I just thought, look, we should shout that out. Oh, also, um, I haven't told all of you yet, but on Monday, I'm having lunch with Pandora Sykes. Oh. And I just feel like this is the audience to tell that to because I'm such a huge fan of her and it's just crazy so you will get to know I'm going to have a panic attack on your behalf I know when you told me that I know I know I know that's not why I'm in London I'm here to see my besties one of them's flying home and I just wouldn't have got to see her but it just so happened I would literally I'd fly anywhere for Pandora 100% I would, I would fucking, can I would travel the world. With, take us with you. Yeah. Oh, will you? Hey, can I take the mic? She's a podcaster. Oh, she loves getting things on the mic. No. Hey, like, I know this is off the record, but no. Take the Yeti. No, can't be taking the Yeti. Also, just really funny. I don't know if all of you know, but we've probably talked about this. So Laura packed this blue Yeti, which oh. is not light, into her luggage and brought it all the way across the world. Belle packed this Blue Yeti that we... Siska always gifts a Blue Yeti to our podcast host. <laughs> it's a rite of passage. It's a rite of pass. And Belle packed one into her luggage, brought it across the world. I packed one into my luggage, brought it across the world. And it just feels like a funny thing that we should tell you is like, you know, when you move across the world, you do not get much luggage. No. And I think that's a really nice place to start with your moving experience, oh. Lois. Because tell us what happened to your luggage. Oh. And I feel like people are a little bit sick of it, but really quickly. So we all know that, first of all, uh, my visa took ages to come. My passport got lost on the way back and delivered to the wrong city. And then my flight on the day of one of my flights in the middle, quite a big flight, got cancelled and fucked up my travel plans. And then when I was traveling here, everyone, travel is just not the same as it used to be. Like, I had four-hour layovers. I was running to each, to catch each flight because every flight was delayed. Oh. Like, it, it's, I don't know, when four hours isn't enough of a layover, yeah, that's crazy. you just know something's broken. And then, thank God, I had ear tags in my luggage because my whole life got lost. Oh. All my luggage got lost on the way. That's the thing, you're not going on holiday. This was no. like, okay, I've decided these are my worldly possessions. Yes. Oh. No, you know, and like every special thing that I was bringing over, which wasn't many but just the real special things and like all my prescription glasses and things that cost so much i know so anyway i spiraled big time all my luggage i turned up to lisbon i could see that my luggage was still in houston the person that checked me in i'm not going to say companies but they didn't stick my luggage tag like you know how they stick the little luggage barcode onto the back of your boarding pass so you can track it they were like a trainee and they didn't stick them on. Well, they gave me a boarding pass that was wrong and then gave me a new one that didn't have my oh. stickers on. So when I got to Lisbon and I had just traveled for 30 hours and I was trying to tell them my luggage is in Houston. They were like, well, where's your tags? And I was like, I don't, I don't have them. Here's my boarding pass. You can see they're not on there. I didn't peel them off. Oh, like, sorry. Oh. And so anyway, four days, don't hear anything. And then I post on shit you should care about. Is anyone, like, does anyone work for Houston Airport? That is wild. I know. Someone in Melbourne, Tegan, shout out Tegan, is like, my cousin is a baggage handler in Houston Airport. I send her all the coordinates from my air tags, like, exact location. It's like midnight for them, it's like 4am for me, and it's like the evening for Tegan in Melbourne. And then her cousin's friend is like driving around, looking for my luggage, in and out of, like, where all the planes are parked, like just driving in and out. And then he sends me a video and he's found my luggage. And I'm like, 
this has been like a Mission Impossible mission, and then it still takes a few days because he's obviously not allowed to just grab my luggage yeah. and like take it on. Post it himself. Yeah, well, I was like, can you please just take it so I know someone has it? Because yeah. if it gets back into the system, so, I'm never yeah. And a lot of you were messaging me saying, hey, like, I've had ear tags and it worked really well. I just had to fly back to the airport and oh. go and look through the warehouse myself. I was like, what? Darling, I'm in Lisbon. They're in Houston. This is a long way for Lucy to have to fly. What? I know. So many people have said they've got had to go and look for them themselves. It seems like it's been a huge thing. But also, just... I wonder if you could post anything on Cisco and someone would be working in that field. Oh, I know. Or like, someone's cousin. Or someone, like, oh yeah, sure, my cousin works in Houston Airport. Like, it made me the most appreciative I've ever oh, been what? of this platform. I know. And I feel like it's because we never use Cisco for th- personal things like that. No. And the one time we really needed it. They really pulled through. They pulled through. So, so you arrive in Lisbon. Yeah. You have no luggage. No luggage. You've just moved across the world. Just moved across the world. First time. First time moving across the world. Never been to Europe. Never seen a Euro. Um, and <laughs> I'm sorry. Never, never that, seen That a should have been the title of the book. Never seen a Euro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but also, we're writing a book, but you all know that surely by now. You can pre-order it in the show notes. Um, and I don't sleep because I'm so stressed about not having any of my possessions. And you all know, like, I wear a lot of colour. I feel like my identity is very much wrapped up in, like... Colour. Yeah, yeah. What, like the things that I'm not a material girl, but like I've spent years yeah. op shopping and yeah. like forming who I am. There's and, a story behind it. Yeah, you know? And so yeah. I got there and I did not feel like myself. I couldn't sleep. I got fucking bitten by a spider or stung by something. This and this tonight. That's, and oh. that's another story, but I spiraled. It was fine in the end, but like everything, it was like the universe telling me not to go. Right? Yeah, I would take that as like a you, yeah. you've made the wrong decision mm-hmm. sign and I think we were talking about this as well but like moving from New Zealand I think is a very unique experience because you're quite literally as far away yep. as you can get from almost anywhere. Yes. Like people when when I travel here and I say like, like in New Zealand if you take a three hour flight you get to Australia. Yeah. Whereas here you take a three hour flight you can get to from Lisbon to London. Lot, you can get to a lot of places. Yes. And like long haul flights are not really a thing. Like you just get so used to New Zealand to being so far away. So when you move, it's like, oh, I'm really far. Yeah. Like I, when I first got here and everything was going wrong, I was like, I couldn't go home if I wanted to. Yeah. I couldn't afford to. Yeah. I could, I'm not getting back on a plane. I am not traveling again. Uh-huh. It really made me be like, holy fuck, travel is just not good anymore. And it's like not to scare you all off, but like I can say that because every single thing that could have gone wrong. It really did go wrong. Really did go wrong. But anyway, now I'm in Lisbon. Well, now I'm in London. But now I live in Lisbon. Belle and I are writing a book. We have a cute flat. It's like, it is hard. As Laura said, she cried like every day. I cried. As, yeah. The newsy readers will remember. Yes. I don't think we were doing the pod when I first moved. But yeah. I found it so hard. And mm. I was very prepared for it. I We were as set up as we could be. We yeah. were so lucky to get a flat, have a job. Like, yeah. all the tech boxes, very, very fortunate in that way. But I think something about being on the other side of the world... I've talked about this as well before, I think, but, like, my partner, Stanley Tucci Light, has moved a lot in his life and is very used to that. This was my first ever big move. Yeah. And I think that also is very weird when the person you're with is like cool um this is easy yes you're finding it really hard that feels like quite an isolating experience yeah really similar to Belle Belle has nomaded her whole life she moved over here and was thriving and felt a sense of relief I moved over here and was like what the fuck have I left every comfort I've ever had for yeah but like it will prove itself 
you like you leave and then it's hard and then it's really good and you're like that's why I did it well and I think for me like something and that's one of the reasons I wanted to do this tonight as well is like it, I found it really helpful to hear other people's stories mm. and like even the boring logistical stuff of like yes. how did you get a flat yes like that's for me that was a mind-blowing thing trying to move yeah. to London yeah and for a lot of people I think that have moved here was it easy for Lisbon it, no it was like so to get our visa you had to have one year accommodation oh. one year travel insurance you had to prove that you had enough money in the bank to last you a year like it was crazy and Bella just went on like a flat hunting website that lots of people use in Lisbon luckily met a woman on whatsapp from that website that had this cute house it's a bit out of the city it's in like a random really local area which we love because we yeah, don't amazing. feel like we're in expat land yeah we're like paying the local kiosk for our coffee we're paying the local wine bar own yeah. like with you know so we feel like we're involved in the community which we love but she basically started talking to this woman and was like this was in maybe March or April and was like we can't move till September most people would have just started paying I think to secure a flat but she didn't make us she was like I'll rent it out or Airbnb it out until September wow so we again you just have to hustle like yeah you have to do weird admin and like make friends with these people and just hope they'll help you yeah but having a flat when we first got there thank god so I didn't have any luggage and I didn't have a space yeah I like I think I'm pretty like brave I would have crumbled yeah. even more than I did yeah definitely but anyway so everyone I've been in Lisbon for maybe like just over three weeks um and I am feeling more settled there now and it is it's still weird like not even being being able to like eavesdrop on people you feel quite lonely because yeah obviously everyone's speaking Portuguese which yeah. is what they should be doing because like I need to learn it for them but it's been crazy. Yeah. So that's my new thing. That is a very big new thing. Laura had a new thing and we were messaging on the first day of her new thing. And this was a side to Laura that I hadn't actually seen before. We're like, because yeah, like Laura's got her shit together. Like great job, respected in like basically whatever field she does. <laughs> great podcast co-host, got a master's. Now I do not have a master's. Oh, what do you have? Like a graduate diploma. Okay, got a graduate diploma. Is now at Oxford. And we've talked about imposter syndrome on this pod before and said that it's a, basically a construct that men don't, men don't have to worry about. And women are basically told to feel it so we spend money not feeling it. But anyway, Laura got to Oxford. And tell us about your first and I died. Yeah, I crumbled. I crumbled. I, I messaged Lewis. I was literally in the bathroom messaging Lewis. Mm. And I just... I, I've spent some time <laughs> reviewing yes. why I felt the way that I felt. And I honestly still don't think I have an answer. But it was just very first day of high school. Which was... I really enjoyed high school. So it's not like it had necessarily bad memories for me. Yeah. But I think stepping out and doing something new particularly because I enjoy doing new things like to an extent yeah. I think weirdly as I'm getting older I'd, I'm enjoying it less yeah which I don't know if that's normal I feel like you should enjoy it more because you're more <laughs> confident but I'm like it's really nice and familiar no because you like, know yourself more when you're older and you just know things that you don't want to do yeah right? okay maybe that and so I think it was like you know I have to go to Oxford from London which isn't like super far but it's not very close yeah and 
I don't know, I just absolutely crumbled and I was texting Luce, I thought I couldn't do it, I'm gonna be the dumbest person there, like... I mean, you are the youngest person. I am, I am quite young, yeah, so... I am quite young, yeah, I am kind of a legend, so... It's actually nice to feel young in some places. Oh my god, it's the whole, like, you need to learn to love being underestimated. People will be like, oh, that's true. Why is this young girl here? And you're like, why is this girl "Um, here? Because I'm, like, a legend. Oh, Do you want to tell the people what you're studying? Yeah, so I'm studying to become, or studying psychotherapy... Um, a lot of the people doing the course are having like career changes or want to bring those skills into their workplace, um, which is what I really want to do, but it's super exciting. Like the stuff that I'm learning, I'm really excited to bring it to the pod and the ways that it can kind of, I don't know, infiltrate lives, I guess, in everyone's lives. It's a lot of reading, but I don't know. I think the first thing for me was just feeling uncomfortable for the first time. I mean, again, I'm like, I've done a lot of uncomfortable things this year. We're like, new job, new life, new country, new everything. So I didn't necessarily need another one in there. Yeah. But but new study, new, like... And part of your brain. But I think this thing of being uncomfortable, and it's like you moving to Lisbon, me picking up study again, like at a time in my life when I didn't necessarily think that was something I could do. Like, it's just really reminded me that that's one of the best things we can do mm. in our lives because you grow or you just learn new things. Like, I I haven't hid in a bathroom and felt like that in a long time. And I don't necessarily want to again. <laughs> that's not the thing that you should learn from. Like, that's not what you but, should learn. But, like, why am I feeling that? Yeah. These things that I think when you're comfortable, you forget. And I feel like you were writing a lot about this before you left New Zealand, that you were just feeling like everything was so samey. Yes. And you were getting yeah. so frustrated with that. Yeah. Everything was just really comfortable. And I was kind of like, I could either do this forever or have like a random period of time. Don't know how long it will be, which is another thing we can talk about actually, um, where I just like do this random thing. And then what Laura and I were talking about at dinner, which I just referred to, but we'll talk about it now. was like the best feeling you can have. And this is for people that are lucky enough to have a place that they call home. Yeah. And people that... Well, even if it's not people that are there, just like a place where you feel comfortable and safe, like the biggest sense of relief that we both feel with New Zealand and Liv actually feels this too. I was Mm. talking to Liv about it. Is that like you have a nice place to go home to if you need to, and there's no shame in like just doing this fucked up thing for a year or two or less if you hate it or whatever. And then, just going back to the place you're comfortable and knowing that you did the weird thing. Yeah, and I think it, it, I think you're right. It's such a privilege to have that. Yes. It's such a privilege to have that. But I think, yeah, that's the beauty of, like, having a place like New Zealand. Mm. And I think also being overseas, and I think you'll feel this as well, like, you really start to... I just am like, wow, we are so lucky to have, like, te ao Māori. And yeah. that is so unique to our country. In a way that you just, you do not have anything even close. Like, it's quite incredible. Yeah. I think. And to know that, like, that's part of your home is, yeah, I found that even more special since moving overseas. And it's been really interesting since moving overseas. Obviously, me, I've just moved overseas. But the fact that, like, we're all voting right now overseas. And honestly, everyone that I've spoken to that's moved overseas has been, like, more politically engaged here. Like, not in New Zealand. And I think we were, I mean, of course we were in New Zealand, but, like, I think everyone just has this sense of what the fuck is happening back home or what is potentially going to happen. Yeah. Because it's, like, not, honestly, it's not looking great for people that share the values that I think a lot of us that actually care about share. And so it's just been really interesting to see people overseas get a bit more, like, 
Empowered. So that's getting a bit shit show. That's getting a bit into shit show territory. Yeah, you pop over there if you want that. We're here to talk about first. First. And okay, speaking of first, this I think it's time for the first ever Stanley Tucci light segment. So oh, enjoy. S- sit back and relax. Everyone, we've just begun this segment <laughs> with Rupert talking about the most boy math I've ever... But it's not about oh, boy, it is boy math! <laughs> it's, it's real trauma that I've experienced. It's real trauma. Yeah. So we have Stanley Tucci Light on the mic and London Laura, famously. Yes, because they had Old Fashioned and Stanley Tucci Light martini style. Yes. Good experience. So yeah. we're drinking Old Fashioned and I would just like him to repeat what he... He just asked me, so I've been here for, what, four, four hours... hours. And all I've done has been on public transport and had a beautiful dinner with Laura. <laughs> and that's been great. And then Rupert goes, and in your short time here, have you noticed how bloody expensive everything is? <laughs> no, it's it's not tell people how expensive okay. it is. I feel like it's quite a bad introduction, isn't it? Just ranting about no, how but expensive. It's, it's very London, isn't it, to complain yeah. about how expensive Go on, tell them about no, your So I just say, okay. you go to the pub yeah. and you have a really average roast, two of you, and then you have two <laughs> pints each. Yeah. And then you walk away after having paid and go, why did I just spend £80? Which is, you know, for, for New Zealanders... It's a hundred and conversion. I just have, you, you have just to stop doing no. You've got to step away from No, when me and Ruby home. went to New York, and she, she'll laugh because I tell this story all the time, we bought two bagels from this, like, fancy bagel spot. Oh, you've told me about it this. It cost us a hundred New Zealand yeah. dollars. That's, <laughs> that's actually disgusting. It was like, like we got two bagels and, like... That they weren't just bagels. They were bagels on a board and they had really nice like fish. On a, on a, they weren't just bagels. <laughs> they were actually on a wooden board. And I think, yeah, I looked at our wise, you know, oh. wise will tell you when you use it. You spend this much USD oh, and it was a hundred New Zealand dollars. And I was just, like, yeah, you can't do it. No, you gotta just stop converting. Okay, well, let's whilst Stanley Tucci lights here, you can talk about one last thing, which is the hottest Formula One. It's not. Yes. I, I haven't. I haven't come <laughs> with the design. <laughs> it's not like I'd be like, please. He has. Can we he has been asking Formula One fans. Yeah. He's been <laughs> yes, begging. Yes, I have. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. No. I'm ready for it. Okay. So the no wait the way this came about also is because I'm a psycho and I want to get everything on the mic. So also when Laura and me catch up to Finally. do our podcast recordings, no, like every week. She'll want to have a big chat beforehand, and I'll be like, no, we need to get this, this is all get good it on the mic. Get it on the mic. So we were talking about how we really want to get Liam Borson on the shit show, and I was explaining to Rupert, who's been a little bit out of touch this season. A little bit, yeah. A little bit out of touch. True. Still an F1 fan. I like, love it. I do love still it. Yeah. It's, just, it's been predictable this year, yeah. so that's yeah. why I'm disengaged. And so I was explaining who Liam Lawson was, and that we wanted to get him on the podcast, and then um, Rupert was like, and can we talk about who the hottest members of Formula One are? Hold on, I did not. I did not kick it off like that. You we'll did. Roll with it, we'll roll with it. <laughs> no, he didn't. I was like, I think I said like. You said Carlos Sainz. Yeah, okay. I said yeah. Carlos Sainz is the hottest. We're talking about Daniel Ricciardo, right? We're going to see the picture. So, so I've got the grid in front of me. Okay. And I mean, so that's Carlos Sainz. Yeah, but that's not the best photo of him. Wait, you think he's the hottest? Yeah. Well, I don't know, do you know what? I, so I, at first I disagreed. But then I scanned through the grid, and I think you're right. I yeah. think he is the most attractive. No, he's so, look at him. Yeah, he's stunning. Look at him. Oh, he's stunning. He's stunning. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So there is. If you, well, I was just going to say, do you think some people are attracted to Max Verstappen from the like the power element? He just like he's so driven. He yeah. wants to dominate Pardon? everyone. Yeah, like the, there's it's a sort of scary. A, 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 well, maybe it is, but then there's that sort of element of power, isn't there? To it. I think that the times that I've been attracted to Max Verstappen is when he's like 
I see TikToks of him sometimes with his little sister, and he's so cute oh. with her. And I'm like, okay, oh, I get cute. it. I get that. I get it. Um, Daniel Ricardo, no brainer. D- yeah. What about um, Lando Norris? What are your thoughts? Is he really young? He looks really young. He I is think he's only like 20 or something. So young. George Russell, very earnest. George Russell's Lovely hot. Guy. He's. Okay. Do you know him? No, no, no. Oh my god! He was here for you. And he's British. He was standing on the He was actually standing on the image. I was like, do you know him? And was like, well, no. Do you know him? Okay, we've got to wrap this up. Okay, it's here all night. Valtteri Bottas. No. But he was a cute, cute guy. A cutie. So, anyway, that was Stanley Twitchy Light and Rue's News. The. Um, We've actually like referred to Rupert so many ways on this podcast and so many times. And he finally made it here. Here I am. And here yeah. he is. And he's made us a drink. And, and now I'm leaving. Now he's leaving. Hi, Oh my God, I love him so much. It's crazy. This is the first time I've met him. That, I think it was when you said that at dinner and I thought these two people who are such huge roles <laughs> in my life. I mean, literally one's my husband. <laughs> one's my husband. <laughs> Loud girl that you get on the mic. Girly, my pen pal that I talk with once a week, my invisible friend. Mm. But it's so weird to me that you hadn't met because you're such big parts of my lives, both of you. And then it was just quite surreal for me. I have a really cute photo of them in the hallway that I'm gonna post. It's so cute. You need to send that to me because, like, I so cute. It feels like a new him. It does feel like I think it does. Anyway, we have one final first. Well. You have one final I first. I have one final first. Um, the book. We talked about it a little bit uh, at the start of the podcast. And to be honest, we're probably going to be talking about it for the next... Until it's out, next did, July. Did you talk about it on your solo podcast last week? Um, listeners, did I? I probably did. You just blacked out for that one. No, I, oh, <laughs> I totally did. I also... I, I'm going to write about this in the book, but I had like a really crazy thing happen to me this week. Like, really crazy. Like, semi-life-changing. Which will help me write the book, I think. And you'll all read about it or hear about it. Or at some point, I'll talk about it. But anyway, so I think I did black out during the solo pod. Because it was like, yeah, I'll do it tonight, Laura. And then, but I'll do it tomorrow under my sheet on my own. And, like, probably oh, not having enough oxygen in there. The idea of you in that little tent in your lounge is just oh, the funniest thing to I me. I kind of like it now. It's kind of, like, cute to me. Anyway, the book. You all know about it. Belle and I are writing a book. Um, first time I've ever written a book. First time I've ever been, like, edited. Like, yeah. think. Usually, I'm editing someone else and not even, like, that I, well. I would say loosely. Loosely. No, not, not well. You're just very kind. Yeah, I'm just, like, I like hearing people's tone of voices. And I don't like the way people write erratically or Belle writes poetically or whatever. Like, I don't want to fuck with that. And... So it's been really interesting, not saying that that's what's happening to us, but like having someone look over your work before you just write it on your own in a newsletter and send it out to all these people. And so that's been a first for me and probably a good thing for me to learn. I mean, the close friends have seen me like every now and again, I'll post something like, writing a book is whack. Or like in the book club, it's really cute. The bookies have been helping us like decide marketing ideas and shit like that. I'm like, I feel like it's quite a communal experience or as much as it can be but yeah so my first is writing a book and your first is hopefully pre-ordering it your first is reading a book yeah your first is reading a book by me um i've also been really cute we have some listeners that actually own bookstores and have been like we cannot wait to like put this 
I oh my god. No. Does it make it feel real or what? I need to run the London book launch, please. I know. Oh, it's going to be so cute. It's going to be so cute. And I can't wait. We've actually had quite a few people being like, go on tour for it. Go on tour for it. And it's like, we want to. We just famously can't plan that much in advance yet. So stay tuned. But yeah. Do you have anything on your radar, Laura? Firstly, your book's on my radar. Yeah. Secondly, all I'm reading. I am like deep in it my literature for uni so there is nothing fun however on my radar and this is not new this is very very old from when we did comfort friends comfort episode but also my friends <laughs> all i'm doing is watching gilmore girls at the yes. moment i've gone and i think there's something in that i watched gilmore girls throughout like when i did my bachelor's now back at university have gone straight back into it and i will say you've got a great tv i'm looking at no. it right now okay i was waiting for you to bring this up so all I've ever wanted, just to sidebar for a second, never had a TV. Yeah. And then I honestly talked about it. The whole of lockdown was very bad. I said, all I want is a TV. Never got one. Moved here. All I want is a TV. Last year for my birthday, what do I get? The world's largest. Yeah. Like, it's it's oppressive. It's, it's like, it doesn't fit no, in the th- room. There's no way that it fits. And it's quite, it's quite a lot. But, like... I don't have a TV, and at times all I want is a TV. And the idea that you can sit on this couch Aww. and watch it, like, yeah, heaven. Come, come stay on the image. Yeah, well, I will. I will. Well, Fav- famously, it's popped. Oh, yeah. it's Well, I could sleep on the couch. Yeah, perfect. I f- oh, like, this is almost too long for me. I also just want to say, I think Lucy shrunk. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, gave me a hug. She's, like, two feet shorter than me. <laughs> It's like when you meet celebrities or like musicians in real life and they're always teeny tiny. No, I'm kind of it. Famous people are always small. You're so small. Famous people. Famous <laughs> people always. Yeah, oh my god, I'm so cute and tiny oh god, in person, so, everyone. Have you no. seen that girl on TikTok? It's always like, yes. oh, I'm so small. No. Oh, really? No, I can't good. even wear that. I'm no. so small. That's no. you. Yeah, kind of. Aww. Well, no. Laura just gave me a hug and she's like, um, did you shrink? I was like, no, but we just haven't seen each other in eight months. came up to my belly button. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, team. Oh, that's on my radar. Sorry, Lucy, yeah. what's on your radar I, this week? On my radar is When Harry Met Sally and You've Got Mail. Oh, we just watched When Harry Met Sally. Rupert had never seen it. I've never seen it. <gasps> so, yeah. I wrote about it in the newsletter the other day and people were like, okay, we're holding you accountable. You need to watch these because I... For some reason, just haven't seen the classics. Do you know what I watched the other day that I've never seen? What? Clueless. Did you like it? I loved yeah, it. Yeah, Clueless is fucking good. But I, yeah, that was a classic. Crazy. That you, do you know what's on my radar? The Mean Girls musical movie. What? With Renee Rapp and Chris Briney from the Subway Tuned Pretty Hot Chris Conrad. Even though I'm a Jeremiah girly, and I know you all hate me for that. Um, and oh, and the Taylor Swift movie. And Mean Girls, the reason that they're in my head to get it is because the Mean Girls trailer premiered oh. in front of the movie. Also, on my radar, the Kardashians is back. Have you oh, watched? Oh my god, I've seen that. Oh my god, no, I saw a clip on TikTok. I cried the whole plane right here just because, like, Everything. I always cry on planes. I always cry on planes. It's yeah. the altitude. Yeah. And it's definitely not our emotional state. <laughs> it's definitely not that we're <laughs> just, like, running or running to somewhere. No, I cry on the plane right here. And why was I even talking about this? Oh my god, I saw a TikTok of Chloe. Chloe has the biggest heart, okay? Tristan Thompson's younger brother has a lot of health issues. And just the way Chloe was talking about how she feels like she's really equipped because she spent a lot of time with Lamar. 
And I just watched that and started crying and then cried about everything. But like, so the new season looks really good. It's really good. I've been watching it. Oh, good. Because it's very good. I, I actually will watch it. That's a comfort thing for me. You need to watch that and you need to watch The Morning Show. Oh, yeah. I've talked about this. Did you watch season three? Yeah, I'm watching it now. Okay. And it's... It's really good. We okay. talked... Season one, good. Season two, not great. Yeah. Season three, very good. Okay. Okay. They've come back. I'm doing it then. And to be honest... Sorry, not to turn our own horn, but what a fucking good episode. <laughs> like, to be honest, we came to this with nothing. <laughs> we just knew we had a pot, a blue yeti, and a dream. And <laughs> we were together. We had a blue yeti, a dream, and a Stanley Tucci Light cocktail. And a Stanley Tucci Light segment. Oh. So, this has been Heaven and a Half Pipe. <laughs> I've never said that in my life, and I'm not sure if that's even a thing. And on that note. And on that note, see you next week. See ya.